Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch. Joe and the squad will be talking all about Ed Sheeran and Beyonce's new perfect duet, Bjork and K. Michelle, so stick around for that in just a moment. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can even leave us a review or rating if you'd like. Please do so. And if you want to learn more about Billboard's podcast, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcast. So today on Must Hear Music, uh, the guys will be talking about, as we mentioned earlier, Beyonce and Ed Sheeran's new Perfect Duet. It's a redo of Sheeran's previously solo Perfect number from his album Divide, which of course came out earlier this year. They reissued the song last week. So if you're listening to this now, this week, depending on when you're listening to it, it actually came out on November 30th, like towards the end of the day. And it actually already impacted the Hot 100 this week, where the uh, perfect song actually went five to three on the Hot 100. And many of us are wondering, could the power of Beyonce help lift this song to number one on the Billboard Hot 100? If it does, and this would happen next week, so we would announce this new Hot 100 on December 11th. If it happens, it would be Sheeran's second number one, and it would give Beyonce her first number one in, uh, like, over nine years. She hasn't been number one since Single Ladies. Put a ring on it way, way back in 2008. So Joe and the team will be talking about all that stuff, and if you want to find out more about all the chart projections and forecasts and stuff for Perfect, make sure to visit Billboard.com. And until then... Let's get into it on Muster Music. Hello and welcome to the Muster Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What is up? I'll tell you what's up. We've got the last Muster Music prior to Best of 2017 Muster Music Podcast. So this is our last regular one for the year. Wow. And then we've got the old the old year wrap up. Everyone will talk about their faves. Our faves. Our, you know, forgotten gems. Not wait. Et cetera. So just start thinking about that, guys. I'm I'm curious as to what our faves were last year. I don't even really remember. Um, I'm sure we could go back and listen. I mean, I don't even know what came out last year. <laughs> what did I like last year? That's a valid question. <laughs> I'll look it up while you uh, start I, oh, I guess Lemonade would have been, like, probably the... Yeah, the, the last the, year the, the big ones were like favorite. Lemonade, Blonde, Pablo. Blonde wasn't huge for me, even though I love um, Frank Ocean. Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, I have to think of what. Yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, all right. So let's uh, let's let's not get out of ourselves. Though. Hey, so hey, um, or, talking about some new-ish music. Um, let's open with the the biggest. This is one of my picks, and not pick necessarily because I like it, but just because I think it is indeed must hear music because it's just. <laughs> it's just it's you can't anyway so it's Ed Sheeran and Beyonce have a song oh, called wow. Perfect Duet I had no idea what you were talking about you just can't I mean like like you have to listen to it like Ed Sheeran did a song with Beyonce like if you live on planet earth and have a mild interest in pop culture you're gonna you should give <laughs> this song a lot of people, I know a lot of people who would disagree but I uh, did not listen to it until <laughs> yeah, today yeah. 
I'm not saying it's good, but it's just it's crazy. I just don't. I don't, I just don't understand either. why this happened. Ed I don't Sheeran. get it either. Like, aside from the fact that like it'll probably do well and it's a big look for both of them, um, it's just so bizarre. Like, why does Beyonce have a song with Ed Sheeran, especially after doing know. that song with Eminem, which also wasn't that good? Well, it's kind of like the, the now it's a trend because she had the Mehente remix, She's which like, was what good. What other though, odd features I can I do this year? Um, then she did Walk on Water with Eminem, mm-hmm. and now Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I mean, her vo- anyway, so it's, it's like, it's a very Ed Sheeran song. It's called Perfect Duet, which it is not. Um, it's but- not called Perfect, Wait, Perfect what? Duet. Yeah, it's no. Perfect parentheses. No, it's literally Perfect Duet. Well, no, wait, it's perfect duet. It's not in parentheses. There's no parentheses. No, it it's is literally, it's literally called perfect, perfect duet. duet. <laughs> All right, my mistake then. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it is very funny. From perfect to perfect duet. Right. How one, how one superstar <laughs> changed Ed Sheeran's song forever. Um, so, quick aside, uh, these uh, the must hear music from last year. Mm-hmm. David Bowie. Oh yeah, yeah. Gallant. Right. I love Gallant. Marin Morris. Eh. Yeah, she's great. Oh, getting an F from Lindsay. Wow. Uh, King, my favorite R&B album oh, last yeah. year. Yeah, you were hung up on uh, that. The 1975, and mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper. Oh, yeah. Huh, 2016. Man, what a year. 2016 for you. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about, uh, so you picked this, right? I picked Joe? this. It's a very edgy song. You look distraught. <laughs> yeah, what's going I'm on, I'm just, man? I don't know. I just don't, I'm so. Dancing in the dark. It just sucks. Like, it's, it doesn't <laughs> even. between my Okay, arms. here's the thing. It doesn't suck. It's fine. It's just so, like, lame. And, like, she it sounds is. great. He sounds great. It's just, like, so, just. No one asked for this, you know. We didn't need it. Um, Can I tell you guys what my reaction to reaction to perfect is i guess this is the podcast to do that mm-hmm. yep. um so like more than anything so i i i don't really care for this song it's not you know it's whatever but my mm-hmm. my more than anything like i'm just like constantly impressed by how easily it seems like ed sheeran can write songs for weddings like this song <laughs> sounds mm-hmm. like it will be at Weddings for well, that's the next a huge 50 thing. years. Like, it's that's like, like the that, proposal song of yeah, the year already. It really does seem like it's almost transcends being like a huge hit. It's like yeah. already like a, it, it's kind of how I felt when um that that dumb Black Eyed Pea song, I Got a Feeling, right. was everywhere. Yeah. Where you're just like, damn, man, like you, you guys, you guys cracked the code of that's like true. You gotta wedding respect receptions the yeah and like yeah. this is this sounds like it will be at every wedding for the next but now the big debate is are they gonna go with perfect or perfect duet uh, you can't put both in a wedding playlist you have to choose or per- well i guess there's three options uh-huh there's perfect there's perfect duet and then there's the lip shots approved option perfect illusion <laughs> so <laughs> i would say that that is the best wedding it was a probably perfect not. duet <laughs> i would say actually perfect illusion probably not the best wedding song yeah but <laughs> it's a i still i still might as well play <laughs> getaway car <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, anyway, so those are my thoughts on Perfect Duet. I can't believe it. it's not. Is it really? Yes, called, it's, it's really, really called, called Perfect that. Duet. Yeah, which is crazy. I too was so, shocked. So Lindsay, what do you think about this? We've talked about it enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean, like I said, I didn't listen to it until today because yeah. I had to. Yeah, yeah. Like not once was I slightly intrigued to be like, oh, that Beyonce had Sheeran song. I really just think gotta it's, listen. It's fascinating that it exists and that it happened and that she said yes to it and. 
I'm just, I just I I'm just confused why she's doing like cool but mediocre features right now. Like the concept of her with Eminem, cool. Yeah. Mediocre. Right, the right. Concept of her with Ed Sheeran, cool, but no thanks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Maybe yeah. the, the people will prove us wrong. You know, if this becomes a, a timeless wedding classic, you know. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. This must hear pan will just be a blip, you know, <laughs> in the uh, the universe's timeline or something I'm talking yep. about. Beautifully said. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just listen to Ed Sheeran and Beyonce. Perfect duet. My arms, barefoot on the grass. While listening to our favorite song When I saw you in that dress Looking so beautiful I don't deserve this Darling, you look perfect tonight All right, that was Ed Sheeran and Beyonce. Um, don't say that every day, hey? You huh? sure as hell don't. Oh, um, let's talk about, um, what do we talk about next? Let's do, oh, let's do, uh, uh, uh Lindsay, K. Michelle, Kim K is the song. Sometimes when you're waiting to decide what song to talk about next, mm-hmm. I feel like in recess when you'd be like drafted onto a team. Which definitely not ever <laughs> happened to me. Well, neither. So I was just like waiting for my mm-hmm. name, but you picked mine. So all is <laughs> <Yeah. well. laughs> Um, yes, K. Michelle. So... We actually have a piece coming up in the mag Ooh. with her. Ooh. I really like fun. her. She's great. She, oh, she's amazing. I mean, it's her breaking down the stories behind her songs, and mm-hmm. this is one of them. I won't reveal too much. Gotta read it. Wow. <laughs> what a tease. That's um, great. No, but I, I actually think this song is important. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm not even a huge K. Michelle fan, but the way that she's basically talking about cultural appropriation in, mm-hmm. like, her fun, vibrant K. Michelle way was getting people to really pay attention to the song. I mean, especially because she used, like, one of pop culture's biggest icons, Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. um, who she says she's a big fan of. So it's, like, yes. not a diss track in any yes. way. She's made that clear. But, yeah, but I just think that she's raising a lot of interesting points. And, like, each lyric, there's a lot to unpack. Um, so I'm still, like, I've listened to it a few times, and I keep discovering new things. I'm like, that's clever. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, like, a very clever it is rap very song. It is clever. Yeah, I I guess the only thing to add was yeah I I totally agree. Where I was listening to it and halfway through I was like oh, I kind of want to like follow along with the lyrics. It was actually yeah. I was getting like little snippets here and there, but it was actually cool to see everything mapped out. And yeah, I mean, K. Michelle, um, who is one of the people who spoke out against uh, R. Kelly this year, mm-hmm. the former mentor. Um, so uh, yeah, she just uh, a really you know obviously obviously the talent has always kind of spoken for itself, but. She's she's just really sharp in terms of like the kind of topics that she wants to discuss. So yeah, yeah, I I, I really love this one too. Yeah, I, I agree. She's she's really interesting. She has a lot to say. Um, she's musically eclectic. I mean, I think on her last album, she even basically had a country song. We, we've talked about her on the podcast. She actually before. has talked a lot about wanting to go into country music. That'd be weird. Yeah, but, I mean, like a whole album would be weird. But yeah. um, also, I feel like doesn't like every pop star do that? Like. Kelly Clarkson was, like, going to make a country album and never happened. That's like, true. Gaga talked about making a country. Like, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to make a country album. Like, fact check. Do you want not. them to? No, I don't want them oh, to. So it's, okay just an odd, it's just an odd trend. Yeah, it is. Of everyone, like, saying that. Um, anyways, though. Uh, yeah, no, I love this. Like, really, really good pick. Um, I love, especially, like, 
the 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 rare hip hop song with like a looped piano riff is just I know. like it's like like a piano riff looped like kind of chopped up and looped and then over a beat is just it sounds so good and, it and I think she enough. harmonizes with herself at one point too just like a lot of cool elements that are yeah. typically on a right. hip hop song so and it's like I just it's also like less than three minutes and it just packs so much in like mm-hmm. lyrically like it feels so complete like it's just a really solid like exciting song yeah um and i don't know if like I, you know i guess because it's kim's called kim k it'll probably get some more attention than it would otherwise but i do yeah. hope like um this will like kind of bring her to a wider audience because i feel mm-hmm. like not like she's Pretty not cool. doing yeah. well but like she she I, should yeah be i totally agree is, and sure. i think this will because people see kim k on anything and they're like mm-hmm. oh click what is that yeah <laughs> kim kardashian <laughs> click i gotta find out what that is <laughs> Uh, can I click on this? I guess I will. It's time. <laughs> and just pressing your finger into a magazine page. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to click this article open. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the oh, thing. that's sad. That, yeah. That'll be uh, toddlers when they when they With see the their book. first magazine after after years of using on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's, let's listen to it. So, K. Michelle, Kim K. Here it is. Cause ain't shit real And ain't shit funny So fuck how you feel Oh, oh, oh. and Sylvia inside me over B5 Why all these burgers that's got me feeling so alive I don't know why I gotta fuck with Black China She's such a lion, no tiger She just a constant reminder Niggas will sponsor vagina I ain't tripping no, no. Alright, let's do a Jason pick What's um, up, man? Let's do uh, The Way Life Goes. Oh, Lil Uzi Vert featuring Nicki Minaj. So this is the remix. This is the remix. Um, to uh, one of the highlights on his, at least in, you know, in, as far as I'm concerned, one of the highlights. I the love album. this song. I love this I, song. I love this did song you guys see well. the video that came out a couple days ago? No, I did uh, not. You guys should check it out. Um, uh, Uzi's kind of like tied up on a tree and looking mm. sad. But, you know, that's okay. All right. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I loved this song when it came out on Love is, Ra- Love is Rage 2, and I just think that, like, it's 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 cool when the right song gets, like, a, a high-wattage remix, mm-hmm. like, adding Nicki Minaj. Um, Nicki sounds great. It, it's, it, it pains me because um, th- um, when the song came out a couple weeks ago, the remix came out a couple weeks ago, was talking to uh ross over here at Mm -hmm. at billboard and he didn't like the remix and i was like why and he said because of the last line of nikki's verse and the last line is she she um she's rhyming like tsa and like pta and she ends the verse with uh and i get bread the pita way and I was like, and pay I me f- it's pay me flatbread. That's what the it is. Yeah, way. pay me flatbread. <laughs> the yeah, the pita way. And I'm and oh, I I, I love you that. love I'm that. I that. can't. No, I it's like ruined it. it, it it's ruined it a little bit I'm for never me. Gonna say no to a pita pun. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, you are the pun king. Um, That's true. But aside, I guess aside from that, uh, the verse is great, and yeah, it's just like. Um, Everything about that song, I, I, I listen to that song a lot, and um, everything about it is just so interesting to me. Like, I love the fact that it kind of starts, like, in Meteor Ray of just, mm-hmm. like, this full throttle verse and then, like, pulls back to this kind of woozy, like, sing-song, like, mm-hmm. R&B mode. And then if you pay attention to the tempo, it just, like, gradually ramps itself back up into that kind of 
that um that beginning it's just mm-hmm. really it's like it's it's like elliptical in a way it's yeah, really interesting totally. to me yeah it's very hypnotic and kind of like reassuring yeah. and i mean which i guess is what it, the, the song is supposed to be yeah. about like you'll get over it things will be fine yeah mm-hmm. um no i think it's a really strange beautiful song definitely one of my favorites on the album and yeah and i love that like you said nikki's on it um I love that, like, it's a pretty substantial add to it. Like, it's not, like, a quick 20-second spit. It's, like, almost a full minute, and then she comes back for the last 30 seconds to sing a little bit. Yeah. Um, and also, like, how that's done, the singing at the end, because it's not, like, similar to the way the song is mixed. Like, it's it's pretty, like, it's, like, half there. Like, she's mm-hmm. singing, but it sounds like it's, like, more, like, going in and out of reality. Like, yeah. it's there, but it's kind of not there. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting. I think it's it's a good uh, it's a good pairing, actually, those two. And you wouldn't expect that, necessarily. So good. What, what do you think, Linz? Um, I have one note, and it mm-hmm. is, I this is what I literally wrote, need to listen to Love is Rage 2. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. And then Jason bracketed it for me. I did. Because it, it really is. It's in my <laughs> top ten this year. It's one of those albums. Year. I know, and that's what everyone's saying, and it just... Like passed me by. I never uh, listened to it, so but that's it's in my top twenty. Um, I do love how lengthy the feature was. I feel like it was like a true feature mm-hmm. rather than yeah. the other song you picked, which I'll get into later. Oh wow! Um, Ooh. Right? Yeah. yeah. But so I appreciated that. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Very quick. Uh, can I tell you guys a quick little Uzi Vert anecdote from last yeah. night? What if we said no? <laughs> I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Um, I thought you had a hard out, so I don't know if we have time for this. Yeah, anecdote, I do Jason. have a hard out. Well, all right, we got some time. So uh, I was working late last night, and um, and I get out of work, and um, I'm really hungry. It's like 9.30. I haven't eaten dinner. Lulu so, Bear rolls up with a sandwich. <laughs> throws it to I you. wish. So I go to uh, Chipotle, and um, I go in, and um, they're shut. Like It's like late, so they're like shutting down, and um, they're like listening to their own music instead of like mm-hmm. the store music. And they're listening to Lil Uzi Vert's Sauce It Up, which is mm-hmm. a couple tracks before um, this one on, on Love is Rage 2. And I, like, I'm they like, oh, like, sauce it, like, when when they're, like, oh, mild, medium, oh or high. Oh, I was my like, God. oh, like, no. medium, sauce it up. And they, like, I think they got it, but, like, did, like, or it, it seemed like it registered, but, like, they just... Were they embarrassed not think it was funny at all? Yeah, was? I was embarrassed. Oh God, I'm not gonna awesome, lie. I'm, I was embarrassed. Um, oh my god! But yeah, it's Joel they were and just Kevin. Like, oh, get out of here! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if they refused me service? They're like, <laughs> right. No sauce for you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, I that's that's by. pretty awesome. Though. That was worth <laughs> no the regrets. diversion. Yeah. Um. All right, let's listen to it. So it's uh the way life goes. Uh, uh Lulu's featuring I swear that you'll get over it And I know you're sad and tired You got nothing left to give Yeah you'll find another life to live I know that you'll get over it See I tied up my rap you strapped up your rick Diamonds on your neck I saw on my wrist Compliment myself She don't want me on running wild You know I respect her on that level all right, uh, that was Nikki and Uzi. Let's do, um, what should we do next? We're doing the we're doing the draft again. Oh, um, well, we'll do my other pick. So uh, Bjork, new Bjork yeah. album called Utopia. Mm-hmm. Um, my girl. The song I picked from it is called Lost. That's Lost with three S's because it's Bjork. Typo, so but... something has to be weird. Yep. Um. Yeah, so I would say the new. I'm a you know big Bjork fan. I loved her last album, Volnikura. Um, she's reuniting with producer Arca, who worked on Volnikura and who also produced 
uh, or released a, a really excellent self-titled album this year. I'm pretty sure it was this year. Um, and yeah, it was this year. So yeah, so it's uh, <clears throat> pardon. So the the Vulnerable Care was like kind of a a really harsh breakup record. Um, this is uh, you know still kind of coming to terms with like. Uh, splitting with her husband and moving on, but it's it's a much happier one. Like you know, we kind of progress. Like we start with her still sad on this album and move toward like her finding sort of a new happiness. Um, Loss is kind of like in the middle of the record and in the middle of that period. Um, and it's it's a pretty. It's just a, like here's what I like about this song in particular, and then the album in general is that um, Arca does his Arca thing, which is kind of this um, like mechanical, fuzzy, industrial clanging. Um, but then, so like, that's what a lot of his music is. Um, but then he like has that pushing up against like almost the exact opposite, like this very, um, delicate, there's like delicate harps playing, there's woodwinds, horns, like just very kind of like what you would almost consider like stereotypically nice music. Like if you were going to have music Mm -hmm. playing during like an idyllic scene where like people are in paradise and there's nymphs flying around and oh. <laughs> people eating grapes and fans and shit. Wow, this is different oddly versions specific. of paradise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the Grecian ideal of paradise is what I'm thinking. The, uh, the Lynchian ideal of paradise. Exactly. So so yeah. So there's this, this really beautiful music and then these harsher sounds pushing up against it. Um, and they don't like melodically. They don't go together. They definitely work up, you know against each other. Um, and it's just really fascinating and like compelling, and I'm there for it. I will say, first time I listened to the album start to finish was not super into it. It took me two or three times to to really fall in love with it. But but now I'm on board. All so right. cool, man. What what did y'all think of it? I'm still look. Bjork's one of my favorite all all time favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. That I'm like starting to get into this album. I listened to it. The problem was I listened to it on a plane, mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, don't listen to music for the first time yeah. on a yeah. plane. You can no. barely hear anything. Right. It's like, um, so yeah. Now I'm like, plus you were flying <laughs> the plane, so it's just you were, you were not concentrating. Um, I, all I want to say, and this is, yeah, I, I agree that this is definitely a standout of the album. Um, I, I just want to say that, like, yeah, as as in terms of like her breakup album, her last album, this is like finding new love. I, I just want to say, and and I mean absolutely no. You know, I hope in all seriousness, I hope Bjork's doing okay. I'm glad it mm-hmm. sounds like, you know, she's in a better place than she was a few years ago. I just want to say that if there is a like romantic comedy about Bjork's new like love life, <laughs> I'm all in on that. <laughs> like some director, please make that because I would absolutely love to watch that. That's all I got to say. That's yeah. That's awesome. Wouldn't that be with, awesome? With Winona Ryder playing Bjork, throw back to <laughs> Winona Ryder doing Bjork in SNL like fifteen years ago. Oh, uh, that'd be so cool. That'd be awesome. Anyway. I would definitely watch it. Yeah. Um. So, Lindsay, are you a Bjork fan, or what? What do you think about so, this? Uh, this is like one of those artists that just passed me by. Oh no! Yeah. I don't right. like what. When did she start becoming popular? I mean, like, 94? Yeah, before you were born. That's why, yeah. yeah, li- yeah. Literally before you were no, born. No, I was one year old. Um, <laughs> Whatever, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I just truly, like, if never really said, got into her. <laughs> if you had said, like, 2001, I would have been like, yeah, before you were born. I know, it doesn't matter as long <laughs> yeah. as it's before 2017. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, and then it, like it got to the point where I'm like, I'm too overwhelmed by this artist. I don't even know yeah. where to begin. Well, no, that's true. So, like, because she like, if you talk to a Bjork fan, which I wouldn't recommend ever doing, I never about speak Bjork, to Jason. Um, yeah, apparently not. <laughs> no, it's it's tough because like everyone is going to tell you a different Bjork album you have to get into. I know. Like, I've and honestly, they're all long too. Like her albums are not. They're short. they're all long. I I'm pretty sure I know someone who oh, says every Bjork album is their favorite Bjork album. I mean, like different people. Different people. Yeah. 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 What's your favorite? The the first one actually, I mean the first debut. Debut. Uh, I guess technically she had like a jazz album in the eighties, and she had an album as a child. Mm, doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but yeah, debut huh. is probably my favorite. Yeah, it's just oh. dance pop with Bjork weirdness is perfect for me. Yeah, I mean I love I do the few songs I've heard. I love always love the production on them. Mm-hmm. I loved the like very weird deconstructed ending at this one. Yeah. Um, it just literally sounds like everything is falling apart, but mm-hmm. in a somewhat melodic way. Yeah. And that's all I can offer. The cool thing the cool <laughs> thing to me is that it really does seem like the last five years or so there's been finally like a, a reevaluation. Of, I mean, I think that Bjork was always pretty clit- critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this there was this period of like I really want to say like 10 years where everybody thought of her as like the swan dress like do you know mm-hmm. like do you totally. are, do you know what like yeah. the swan dress is it's okay if you I don't, don't. <laughs> no i mean so she performed on the oscars uh like 2000 2001, yeah, 2001 maybe. she had a dress that was literally like not literally a swan but it was a mm-hmm. swan it was like a swan's neck like draped not a real swan but it like looked like a swan so and, a like, real swan so, so <laughs> a real <laughs> okay. swan so the whole thing is that like that was her big like thing and it okay. got a lot of press and like you know, like when I started getting into Bjork in college and I like started buying Bjork albums, my mom would be like, oh, like, isn't that like the swan dress? Oh, and like okay. my friends yeah. who like, like, and, like late night TV. That was like a joke for like five years. Yeah, like, for, like, for real. So now I think it's kind of nice that people have <laughs> more or less forgotten about that. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, she's still like I think of her for like outlandish outfits I and mean, yeah. album artwork. I think yeah. that's like. I didn't know about that specific one, but I always associate yeah. that with her. I'm, gl- I'm glad you well, didn't know about that. It's kind of like that. Gaga in the meat me. dress. Like, it's kind of yeah. true, yeah. If you brought up Gaga to someone over 35, <clears throat> like after that meat dress happened, like that was all they would know and say about yeah. her. It was, and, it, it, and that lasts for like a good two years. Yeah. Really. And I don't know if this fits, but Lana Del Rey's SNL where she was just like stiff and motionless. That's a perfect, that was, yeah. That was really bad though, and I love her. Yeah, but, but that's what everyone talked that's about. True. That's her. a perfect, yeah, that's a perfect like modern comparison. Because yeah, that 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 is the thing is like for a number of, like even after her second album, people mm-hmm. were like, oh, that SNL girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know who talked like that <laughs> i'm fine with it your mom i guess yeah, i guess literally oh, wow. yeah like i just like i had i had friends like when i was in cotton getting into bjork like i said i had friends who were like into rock music who just like would clown on me for buying mm-hmm. bjork like oh that that swan dress lady ah. how like, wrong they were yeah. and where are those friends now dead <laughs> whoa <laughs> I don't think Are they dead. okay? <laughs> they're fine. Do you still have friends? <laughs> yeah, what if I, what if they clowned on me for liking Bjork and I, I was like, I'll never see you again. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Um, all right, there, there was many diversions. <laughs> yeah, I'm not angry about that. That was a lot. Uh, let's listen to it. Bjork Loss from new album Utopia. <laughs>
right, that was New Bjork. Uh, next up, let's do Jason's other pick. It's pretty much featuring French Montana. Uh, so one of the, one of the new I boy bands. I see what bands. you did there, yeah. Well, we did. We did, remember we, we yeah. talked about both of the boy bands a while back. And oh yeah, we you had like distinct tones. Pretty for each. much thing. Yeah. What's the other one called? Why don't, Why don't we? we? Why don't we? Yeah. You have to say it as a question. Yeah. Why don't we? Why? Anyways, don't we? so pretty much uh, the all caps boy band from Simon Cowell yeah. uh, has a song with French Montana. It's called No More, and Jason selected it because dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much a great song. Uh, <laughs> I want to listen to no more. <laughs> wow. Well done. Look yeah. at us bantering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's, I think the song's fun. I, I don't know. Like it's just, it's fun to me both pretty much. And why don't we, but especially pretty much they just lean so heavily into like the late nineties boy band mm-hmm. aesthetic mm-hmm. that it's just like, it's so jarring to me to hear it over like modern production and with like yeah. French Montana and like, it just it 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 really does sound like almost like I don't want to say like a sample, but it it that's how steeped in yeah. like pop history that <laughs> sound is mm-hmm. like, and they're they're kind of excavating it for this song. Um, they're so uh, do you mind was their their uh, previous single, which I, I that song grew on me. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah, like, like that, that song. song. Yeah. Um, this one, you know, I think that. I think it could be a little bit stronger, especially the fact that like they're trying out with a rapper and mm-hmm. um but I still mm-hmm. think it's kind of fun. Like if this came on on the radio, like I, I would be like, Oh, okay, sure. Sure. That's not a that's <laughs> not like a ring, that's like a, not like a ringing endorsement, but like more than anything, Might I'm just as like, well hear music. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's definitely worth checking out just because it's really interesting to me and it it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they continue like exploring this uh, this kind of retro sound, even with you know contemporary uh, yeah. featured artists. So, yeah, Lindsay Lindsay disagrees. Well, French Montana is barely on this song. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might be true. Um, he comes in at like the last minute for a few seconds. It's fine. And just yells Montana. It's yeah. like if they were singing inside a McDonald's, he like went through the drive-through. <laughs> they recorded some, some of his audio through <laughs> the speaker and then. <laughs> Inside of McDonald's. <laughs> wow, what an interesting image. Um, well, hey, the music isn't paying for everything just yeah. yet, so they got to make ends meet. You no, know? you're right. That's it for me. Yeah. That's it. Um, what do you think, Joe? I like it. I like them. I mean, I think they're really good vocalists. I think if you pay like close attention, they're harmonizing. They're <laughs> actually doing interesting is maybe an exaggeration, but but they're doing pretty expert things with mm-hmm. the way they're melting their voices together. Um, I like the Spanish guitar flourishes. Yeah. I think it's good. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm there for it. I don't like it. Didn't knock my socks off. You will note for those of you in the room, my socks <laughs> are still, still on, on my still foot. On, yeah. Um, it's good. No, I mean it's good. I do. Yeah, like I'm waiting for them. I do think and hope that they will put out something that like is a clear like breakthrough song. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think this is it yet. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like think back to when Fifth Harmony came out. Like they like, tries. They had many, many tries before they finally like really, you know, landed. Um, so yeah, so we'll see with these guys. Cool man. All right, so uh, pretty much, no more. Let's listen to it. <laughs>
All right, that was pretty much. Uh, next and last, a Lindsay pick. We have a first aid kit. Song is called Fireworks. And it take it away. Um, yes, so it's the third single off an upcoming album, Runes, out January 19th. From So they're like the Swedish sister duo, mm-hmm. folksy pop. I think the song is beautiful. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the other two that they released, but this is definitely the most like subdued and really soft of the three. I have not listened to the other two songs. I know there are other albums, but I've been... Yeah, yeah um, I don't know. I just think that this is really beautiful. They, I mean, something about sisters singing together, their harmonies are just always incredible. Yeah. They're just, yeah Maybe because they're, cool. they're related. There's, I don't know. It's <laughs> like a folk thing, too. Um, like, there's so many like folk singers who are like families. I know. Well, so they kind of this song kind of reminds me of the Staves, this sister trio, Bon Iver's like backing mm-hmm. vocalists. Um, it sounds a little bit like that, but I don't know. I just think it's beautiful. And the line... Um, I'm the only one at the finish line. I thought that was really sadly poetic. Mm-hmm. Like, she's putting in this effort, but she's, like, the only yeah. one there at the end. That is sad. Yeah. I like is. the line where she was, because baby, you're a firework. Now, or, uh, Are you quoting <laughs> Make him go Perry? up, up, up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the line that's like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? <laughs> you um, can leave. There's some really good lines in this you're one. You're ruining this for me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs> what I I really liked this song. Um, I thought it was definitely a highlight of uh, Teenage Dream. Although I I liked California <laughs> Girls right, bye too. Guys. <laughs> Glad to be here. Um, no, <laughs> man, that was that was mean. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I think that this will replace Katy Perry's fireworks as the Fourth of July anthem. Probably it has the same upbeat yeah. tempo. Yeah, gets the crowd going. Right. I really like First Aid Kid. Um, I've seen them. I've just happened to see them live a bunch of times, and they're always really great. I thought this was a little sleepy. Um, beautifully sleepy. Beautifully <laughs> sleepy. Uh, I'm excited to hear the album because I like um, their last album was really good. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought that like it's it's hard to kind of at least for me, obviously, um, you know, people have different tastes, but it, just for me, it's it's hard to kind of cut through. Uh, and really grab attention um, with that sort of more hushed indie folk sound. Um, And I think they did it with their last album. This one is a little, I don't know, it didn't really grab me, but um, I'll check it out in in January. comes out, right? Yes. It's not so much like a grabbing song. It's like a graceful... Graceful tap on the shoulder. It's not even a tap. (laughs) Hey. It's like when some, like a... Graceful slide over a, sh- a, like a graceful <laughs> slide. Yeah. Like even a tap is too strong. Yeah, the fingers almost brush up against you. Yeah, like you barely. feel some energy, but like yeah. you're not fully being touched. Exactly. You know? Um, yeah, I, I would say I like it. But to actually speak seriously about it, I like it. Um, it's I, I don't know. Like I, I really my favorite from them is uh, the Lions Roar album, which mm-hmm. is like five years old, I think. Um. I, I prefer it when it's a little like more like sparse folky versus mm-hmm. like this is kind of a fuller sound. It's mm-hmm. slightly more yeah. polished, but I mean it's good. I do enjoy it. I think they sound great. Um, they have beautiful harmonies, really nice mm-hmm. sound. So I'll be, you know I'm curious to hear the full album. I'm there for it. Cool. Glad we ended on a really It's very it's very Lindsay core. It's definitely it's very true. Lindsay core. Mm-hmm. Lindsay core, yeah. Well, that Spotify released all their year-end data recently, like the top ten emergent genres of the year, and mm-hmm. Lindsay Core actually made the top oh, yeah. ten. Oh, yeah. So, well, your influence in action. Amazing. Speaking of 
non-real words. Um, mm-hmm. Post Malone used the word braggadocious last night, which I'm now going to start seeping oh, into wow. my conversations. Yes. Well, that's a real word, though. I've never once heard someone say braggadocious. Really? Have you? No. Yeah. Is that actually a that's word? That's a word, yeah. Braggadocious. Yeah, it's a... Wow, Post Malone just schooled you on tens uh, <laughs> wow. and words. Yeah, no, that's that's a real one. Yeah, it's a good. Interesting. It is a weird spelling too. I forget. It looks it looks like it's spelled wrong, but it's not actually. Look it up. Yeah, just like Lindsay huh. Core. Yeah. Yeah, that is a real word. <laughs> um. All right. So wow, a little little word lesson and yeah. music tips. Like Learned you get a lot. everything you want from this podcast. <laughs> Health tips. Drink more water. I mean, we've got everything here. <laughs> oh, God. Um. All right. Uh, someone please kill me. Let's uh, <laughs> listen to it. First aid kit, fireworks. All right, that was first aid kit. Um, that's all we have here. So next week, what a show! What I a think show. next week, yeah. yeah, we will be talking about um, our favorites from the year. So a little tease. Ooh, um, I guess expect uh, any. Well, let's let's look at a tease. Anything that you're that you're thinking is like topping your or um, near the top of your list? SZA for sure. Yeah, SZA is pretty incredible. I'm not gonna say. I'm saying Khalid is is way up there for me. Mm, mm. Agreed. But um, but yeah. All right, and Jason is Jason is, is playing coy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. You know, pretty uh, much is gonna be his. pretty much. Yeah. Top song of the Rita year. Aura. Rita Ora. Rita Ora. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Rita. You never know. Dagny. <laughs> Joanna Newsom, even wow. though she didn't have an album. Wow. <laughs> the way Lindsay said Dagny, which is like cut to my core. You should mm-hmm. so dismiss it. So dismissive. Dagny. Ugh, Dagny. Oh. Okay, so next week uh, we'll talk about our faves. And uh, yeah, end of the year stuff, singles, albums, etc. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. See ya. <laughs>